Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Let's continue on into some fresh episodes of Holy Shift as we shift in warfare. Warfare must mature as we mature, and it's important that we recognize the distinctions of how it is that God is looking uh, to cause us to be the very weapons in his hands, weapons of love and truth, of righteousness that will slaughter the enemy as we have fresh, responsive obedience to the Father and the power of the Spirit. I love you all. Take this to heart, and I pray it encourages you. Share with others. Help us get the message out here at Tent Talk. All right, it's so good to be together today. This is in real time. This is Monday, September 25th, and a holy shift continues. There is a shift in warfare, and we must understand uh, the warfare that we are in at different times, different levels for different purposes. And if we do not shift, uh, then it's possible we could take some very serious hits. And it's important to understand that uh, the war that we are in uh, must always be fought from the place of victory. So holy shift. God is on the move. Something's afoot in his holy house. He's working in you. And today I was uh, again back in the book of Zechariah reading in the Message Bible. And there was this statement uh, that stood out to me. Uh, and uh, it reads out of Zechariah 9. And you, because of my blood covenant with you, I'll release your prisoners from their hopeless cells. Come home, hope-filled prisoners. This very day I'm declaring a double bonus. Everything you lost returned twice over. Judah is now my weapon, the bow I'll pull, setting Ephraim as an arrow to the string. I'll wake up your sons, O Zion, to counter your sons, O Greece. From now on, people are my swords. Wow, I thought. How interesting, the language. From now on, people are my swords. And I can remember a teaching I heard years ago that said Jesus was the mightiest sword that God ever wielded in the earth. You know, the scripture tells us in the New Testament that we are weapons of righteousness, instruments of righteousness that it's not just that we have weapons. My friends, there comes a point in the likeness of Jesus that we become the weapon. And not a weapon of destruction just against other people. Uh, Weapons who live in such a way, swords who live in such a way, that it can take the enemy down to our left and to our right as we simply walk with the Father. We simply move forward 
in obedience to him. There was another place in uh, Zechariah that I had underlined. I'm not sure if I can put my finger on. Ah, right here it is. It's in Zechariah 6. It says, all of this follows as you put your minds to a life of responsive obedience to the voice of your God. My friends, Jesus's greatest war strategy was that he was in 100% agreement with his father's orders and he got up and that's how he walked and that's how he lived out of his oneness with the father. And throughout all of his life, he was maturing and growing and coming more and more into agreement with the father. My friends, this is how we become a mighty weapon of righteousness. So we're not here to take down people. We are here uh, to be for the Lord, to be in agreement with him and to move with him. And when God can find a person, holy shift, when God can find a person who is his, who yields to him and is responsive to him, isn't this what real obedience is? It's not just these rote things that I do because God says I should do them. Real true obedience is out of deep love, the love he has for me. And now out of that love, I am loving him as I live in response to him. Responsiveness to him. That's obedience. It's, Father, I hear you. I yield to you. I walk with you. I agree with you. And I'm telling you, hell falls to the left and to the right almost more as an um, as a, an overflow of my obedience to the Lord. It's not that I'm demon conscious. It's not that I'm here just so focused on the devil. My focus is the Father. And in that, I am warring from a place of total victory. Jesus has already won the victory. Everything has been done. But now, there must be a taking up of that victory and now going forward in that. First, you know, he says he sets a table for me in the presence of my enemies. He has set a table for you in the presence of your enemies. If you will, that table is spirit to spirit right inside of you. You and the Father are one. And there's a table set for you right inside of you in spirit, right right in the presence of your enemies, which is flesh and sin, are still present in the soul and body. But out of that stronghold, that fortress of the spirit of oneness between you and the Father, through the finished work of Jesus by the power and person of Holy Spirit, you are learning to war right inside yourself against the very things within you that would want to war against you and the Father. That, my friends, is quite a training field. And as we learn to let him rule and reign in us, that's where the kingdom is in our own hearts, and we're allowing his rule and reign within us. We are learning, right, to live as one with him and to war from that place, that that's our greatest reality, then 
more and more and more we begin to live that out and that very powerful oftentimes quiet authority begins to be released through us as we begin to walk that out then in our life with others and in maybe an assignment in ministry and business and family and education and in all of the places and the spheres uh, of culture, right? I want his kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that must begin with a massive flooding of his presence, his wisdom, his life within us. That begins, I think, new and fresh at every new level when we yield our right to ourself to him. I'm no longer running me. See, oftentimes we think we're, you know, I'm in charge and I don't really want to give up my right to myself to God. My friends, then you've, <laughs> you're under the rulership of hell. I mean, sometimes I have just got to say it like it is. <laughs> this is such an illusion to think that there's some middle ground, right? The moment that I step into independence, I've stepped into the sphere of the enemy. See, Romans 6.16 says, now you decide who's going to rule you. You decide. Galatians 5.1 says, now stand in this freedom, lest someone else put you in a yoke of slavery. You see, we must fight the right fight at the right time for the spoils of victory, the triumph. And there's a, there's a place where we come into really understanding um, what I call the whispers of war, where you begin to hear the quiet voice of God within you, and you live accordingly. Right? There are things we must know as we mature. If you still think all that sin rummaging around, all that power of sin trying to come at you, and you think that's you... See, deception is working so very, very strongly. And I can tell who people are listening to by what's coming out of their mouth oftentimes. Right? And this is, this is important to take hold of. You know? Because whoever you're listening to, you become a mouthpiece for them. And many don't realize that the whispers of hell have been speaking to them. And the next thing you know, here it comes out of their mouth as though those are their very own words, and yet they're a born-again person. Hmm? It's very important, the secret conversations that go on inside of us. That's why the first place of war is not you against God. You're no longer the enemy of God if you're born again. right? It's not the old you against the new you, because there's only one you. All right, Now catch this, there's only one you. There's not an old you and a new you inside, okay? There is only one you, the new man. You've been made one with Holy Spirit. There is no enmity between the two of you, but there is still, right, sin within the body, and then the old patterns of flesh are still ingrained in the soul. And by the new man in his oneness, and her oneness with Holy Spirit, the soul must be one 
must be brought under the submission to the spirit. And the body brought under submission to the spirit. The new man is the only one who can do that. And so who are you listening to today in the whispers of war? Because God says, people will now be my swords. You are a weapon. You are in the hands of your God. You are a mighty, mighty instrument of righteousness. And so I wanted to bring this to you today. And this might be our conversations this week, just going in deeper in and realizing that there must be a shift that happens, that you do not fight trying to win the victory. You must fight from the place of the victory of Jesus Christ. And then you must learn to stand in that in your own self. There are certain things that must be settled once and for all. And then to begin to execute warfare, proper warfare, which I believe in the good and handsome warfare that we wage by the prophetic utterances that God has spoken over our life, what he wrote over our life before the foundations of the world. See, the warfare must mature. As you mature, the warfare matures. But from now on, God says, people are my swords. And we become not a weapon to destroy others, but there will be a destruction of the strongholds of the enemy. You will learn how to walk with people, and God will uh, form and fashion you specifically for the assignments that lie ahead. Oh, my friends, holy shift, let us continue in this. Let us not grow weary in this time of the great crossing over of thresholds and through doors that God himself has opened. Let him close every door that must be closed with your full agreement and step into the open doors. Cross those thresholds, my friends, as an act of your own will, an act of your own freedom, and let it be based completely upon truth. So that's enough for today. I love you all. And holy shift, it's time for mature warfare from mature sons who are going with the Father. From now on, people are his swords. We are weapons in the hands of our God and of our Father. Let it be the boldest, strongest, confident love that causes us to truly be sharp and effective in seeing people and lands and territory won back for him. So, love you all. We'll talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.